The Grower Calling, Canada's go-to horticulture podcast for the latest industry news. We're picking up the phone and talking to farmers to discuss topics impacting them and their farm business. This podcast is proudly sponsored by BASF. We create chemistry. About 20,000 seasonal agricultural workers come to Ontario alone from the Caribbean and Mexico. One of those seasonal workers came to Ontario years ago and decided to become a Canadian citizen. He's now owner of the farm he worked on. My name is Karen Davidson, editor of The Grower. Today I'm going behind the scenes of the May 2018 cover story to talk to celery grower Serge Boulay. He's the owner of Chips Produce Limited. Hi, it's, uh, this is Serge here from Chips Produce. Serge, thanks for leaving your greenhouses in the Holland Marsh for a few minutes today. I know it's been a really tough week with the ice storm. You're originally from Trinidad. Do you ever get used to this extreme weather? No, not really. It's hard. We have to learn to adapt with the changing conditions because uh, we have to get our crop out there. I understand you've got celery seedlings in the greenhouse? Yes, we are hoping to get going by the weekend. This has been a real challenge this year with the, with the weather being so cold. This is not normal what's happening. This is the first time I have seen weather like this for this time of the year. It's an extremely late spring, isn't it? It is very, very late right now and there's no real uh, warm-up in sight. I understand uh, that you were only 19 when you came to Canada, but you'd already had experience as a farmer. Tell us a little bit about the crops that you were growing in uh, Trinidad. Oh, I came from a farm also. We grew uh, cocoa, coffee, bananas, and rice. Our main crop was rice. What made you decide to come to Canada on the Seasonal Agricultural Workers Program? Well, I was looking for something different, and this this opportunity came along, and uh, I decided to uh, try it out. And, and when I did, I liked what I saw. I liked the country. I liked uh, uh, the way the operation, the farming is here because it was totally different from back home. I thought this is something I want to look into and I want to get into. And I, and I kind of set my goal, worked towards it. Hopefully one day I, I would have taken over, and, and I did. During your time on the uh, Holland Marsh farm, what were uh, some of the biggest hurdles as a worker? Just learning to adapt to the environment, I guess, the weather conditions and uh, the work ethics. It's different working by the hour compared to what I was accustomed to. I enjoyed the farm, like I enjoyed the farm program and I enjoyed what we did. So it was not hard for me because I came as a worker. So the working part of it was not hard to do. And I quickly got adapted to, to the people, the work conditions and everything, because it was not, it was not new to me as it is for some workers who've never really worked on farms before trying to open up my own company and go into business. The biggest challenge I had was getting financing from, from banks. As a new farmer, as a young person, and as a new farmer, getting financing, uh, it was was the biggest challenge. No banks wanted to lend money to a new farmer who did not have collateral. But once I got it for the first year, then it was okay after that, because then you're established. What a success story you've become. You're now farming 115 acres of celery. It's a very 
labor-intensive crop. And now you are in the position of hiring uh, workers from the Seasonal Agricultural Worker Program. Tell us, how important are those uh, 2021 workers to your business future? It's very important. I would say it's the most important thing. We need them. Without them, I don't think we'll be farming today. I bring workers from two different countries, from Trinidad and from Mexico. And um, we, we try to apply for local help. We never have any luck hiring anybody. It's, it's just impossible to, to hire locals to do what we do. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to do what we do. We, we, work, we work on farms. We work out there in, in, in field condition and weather, extreme weather conditions, get, get our hands dirty. No Canadians wants to do it. They, they don't want to work on weekends. They don't want to work on holidays. They, they don't want extended hours. We couldn't do it without, without offshore workers. So the fact that you were once a worker, that must give you some uh, insight. What kind of uh, advice do you give them in terms of getting along and getting the job done? If you, if you can understand your workers and understand how they think and what they want, it's easier for you to get along with them, get the work done. I was once a worker. I think it's an inspiration for them, their self, to work on a farm like this, to, to see that I was once... Once, once one of them, and, and, and now I run the farm myself. You said an interesting thing, Serge, uh, and it was about what workers want. What is it that, that workers want the most in terms of their working conditions? They just want to be comfortable, I think. They want to be comfortable. They want to be treated right, and um, you respect them, and they will respect you. You treat them good, and you will get good out of them. Basically, they, they're, they're here to make money to take back home to their families. And if they can do that, then, then they're doing what they set out to do. This past year, we've had a big increase in the minimum wage to $14 per hour here in Ontario. What changes are you making in the operation this year to accommodate that? Well, this year, my hands are tied. I cannot make any change my operation is so labor-intensive, I have no choice but to get the same amount of people. And because of this, it will cut right into your profit because I can, I, I, at this moment in time, I'm not set up to make a big difference or a big change in the style of operation. The only thing we could try and do is just try to be efficient. But as far as the practice goes or the technique or the way we, are, we, we have it, it's not going to change. So... I will be facing the blunt of it this year as, as far as minimum wage goes because it's, it's a 21% increase. It's a big increase. Our produce doesn't go up by 21%. We still get the same money we got, we got 20 years ago. So it's, it's going to cut right into your profit, into my profit this year. That's what's going to happen. So it's a bit of a conundrum, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. It, it really limits you now what you can invest in and what you can do if you wanted to do something or expand this year in any kind of other area like a machine or a new um, combine or a barn or anything, any, anything you wanted to do extra this year, you would not be able to do it because now you have to put, put aside that money for, for, the, for, the, uh, for the wage increase instead. And, and it's not over yet. Next year it's going to be worse again. It's going to, going to go up to another dollar next year again. It's a tough year for sure. I won't take any more of your time, Ben. Thank you. Thanks, Serge. Take care. Bye. Is there an industry topic you'd like covered? 
Leave a comment, like our podcast, and share on social. Remember, if your phone rings, it could be the grower calling.